0: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to The Lead Starting 5 ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today.
1: Your last day of vacation and you found time for a deep tissue massage followed by a long mud bath then a two-hour nap. Because you're an American Express Platinum Guard member and booked your stay at a fine hotel and resort through Amex Travel, which means a 4 p.m. checkout. And those relaxing vacation vibes can keep going at the airport in the Centurion Lounge. Just a splash. Before you bore the plane back to reality. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your travel experiences at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? Um, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that!
0: to third. Branigan goes to second for one. Miller to first and Notre Dame with the upset of the year in college baseball. The Fighting
2: Irish are returning to Omaha. Notre Dame stuns top-seeded Tennessee in an out-of-nowhere upset. The Stanley Cup Final is set with Tampa Bay eyeing a three-peat.
0: And a crucial Game 5 of the NBA Finals is tonight and the Warriors' hopes could hinge on Andrew Wiggins? (laughs) From Wondery, I'm Matt Straub.
2: And I'm Sarah Kazell. It's Monday, June 13th, and this is Starting 5, 5 Sports Headlines in 10 Minutes.
0: All right, let's get this started, Sarah, with the NHL playoffs. At long last, the matchup is set for the Stanley Cup Final, and the possibility of a championship three-peat is still alive. That is because the Tampa Bay Lightning put an end to the New York Rangers season Saturday night. With a 2-1 win in Game 6 of the Eastern Conference Final, both goals coming from Steven Stamkos. So that sets us up with the Lightning, the back-to-back defending champs, taking on a team that has been absolutely steamrolling through these playoffs, the Colorado Avalanche.
2: Yeah, the Avalanche had to wait five days to find out their next opponent. So Matt, they are going to be all kinds of rested when the series finally starts on Wednesday. And despite the Lightning winning the last two Stanley Cups, it's actually the Avalanche who are heavily favored in this series. Mm. Colorado has cruised through the playoffs, averaging a playoff best 4.64 goals per game, and going 12 and two this postseason to reach the Stanley Cup final for the first time since 2001. Wow! Now, perhaps it goes without saying, but the Lightning will present the toughest challenge for the Abs in their postseason run. Here is Avalanche coach Jared Bednar on Sunday on Tampa Bay's championship pedigree. Yeah,
0: I think that they're the team that everyone's trying to model after. They're in the finals for the third year in a row. They've just won twice in a row. So the way I look at it is, if you want to be the best, you, you have to expect to be able to beat the best. So that's them, and
2: we're ready for the challenge. And what makes Tampa that team? Lightning captain Steven Stamkos lays it out. I mean, it's just, each guy is just a part of the process. And that's what makes this this team so special and tight and unique is just we don't care how it gets done. It just needs to get done. Now, they may not care how it gets done, but one clear way it has been getting done for the Lightning is the excellence of Nikita Kucherov. Mm -hmm. He has 23 points in their 17 playoff games and no player has scored more points than he has over the last three postseasons.
0: Man, what a matchup. The Stanley Cup final gets started on Wednesday in Denver.
2: In college baseball, the Super Regionals continued on Sunday and we saw an absolutely wild upset in Knoxville. Unseeded Notre Dame knocked off number one seed Tennessee to advance to the College World Series 7-3, the final score. And just like that, Tennessee is out. So Matt, what happened here?
0: Yeah, I think Tennessee is looking around asking that exact same question. This was just (laughs) a true stunner, and it really looked like Tennessee had this game under control behind freshman right-hander Chase Burns. The Volunteers led it 3-1 with two outs in the seventh before a very unlikely catalyst stepped up for Notre Dame.
2: Into right field, long run back into the corner, and it is gone!
0: Opposite field, home run for LaMotta, only his second of the year, and we are tied! As you heard, just Back the second the right homer field, of the year for catcher David Lamana, more or less out exactly of nowhere, and right after that, the two-out magic continued.
2: Brannigan touches this one, deep left field,
0: Notre Dame has done it again! And the So it was 4-3 after those stunning back-to-back homers and Notre Dame held the vaunted Tennessee lineup in check. The rest of the way, they added their lead and they ultimately put it away by that 7-3 score that you mentioned. And in the aftermath of this upset, there's actually been a lot of talk about Tennessee head coach Tony Vitella's decision to leave the freshman Chase Burns in the game for the 7th. And Vitella spoke about that and his in-game strategy overall after the loss. Job of a coach is once the game starts, put your guys in a good position to succeed. And I didn't do that. But this is uh, a job that requires big boy decisions, and um, they, they come at high stakes when you play in our league or you get into the
1: postseason.
0: Tony Vitello and Tennessee finished the season with a 57-9 and record. They are out. As for Notre Dame, they're headed to the College World Series for the first time in two decades since 2002, and it's just the third time in program history that they are on their way to Omaha.
2: Wow, that is amazing, Matt. Notre Dame has guaranteed it will be one of the final eight big boy teams playing for a national championship when the College World Series gets underway on Friday.
0: All right, now let's get ourselves caught up on a full weekend of golf. We now have two rival leagues to keep track of. So we'll start with the PGA Tour, which was in Toronto as Rory McElroy won the RBC Canadian Open for the second straight time. But we should point out it was an abnormally long wait to defend his title, Sarah.
2: Yeah, it was, Matt. McElroy won this event back in 2019, but the Canadian Open was canceled in 2020 and 2021 due to COVID. So a short three years later, (laughs) McElroy does it again. He finished the tournament at 19 under on Sunday to beat out Tony Finau by two strokes and Justin Thomas by four. So that marks McElroy's 21st career PGA Tour victory, which seemingly was right on time in his eyes.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this is a day I'll remember for a long, long time. Uh, 21st PGA Tour win, uh, one more than someone else. Uh, that gave me a little bit of extra incentive today, and
2: i um, happy to get it done. Oh, that wow. someone else McElroy refers to is none other than Greg Norman, who is now the CEO of the Saudi-backed Live Golf Tour. That tour has garnered a ton of criticism lately for its ties to Saudi Arabia, and McElroy has been quite vocal in speaking out against all involved. Yeah, the
0: tension isn't exactly going away there, is it? Rory <laughs> no. Rory adding a little fuel there. And speaking of the Live Golf Tour, Charles Schwartzel won the tour's inaugural event on Saturday, the Live Golf Invitational, just outside of London. And he is now $4.75 million richer for having done so, here in $4 million for winning the individual tournament. But there was also a team element to the competition, and he won that as well with Louis Oosthuizen, Brandon Grace, and Henny Duplessis. So the four of them got to split a $3 million prize as well.
2: Wow, $4.75 million in one weekend for Charles Schwartzel. I did the math and that is a 482% jump from what he earned all of last year. That was $772,860.
0: I'm just double checking the math here and you are right, that is crazy.
2: Well, Matt, in the NBA, after two long days with no games, Saturday or Sunday, what's up with that? Basketball fans pacing aimlessly around their homes everywhere. Matt?
0: Raising my hand here. Yep, that's me.
2: Looking at you. My (laughs) hand is in the air as well. It is finally game five of the finals tonight. The series is tied 2-2 after a Warriors win in Boston with Golden State now back at home at the Chase Center. So Matt, what are you watching for in game five? What are you going to be looking at as the keys here?
0: Yeah, well, beyond the obvious, which is that the Celtics must keep Steph Curry from absolutely tearing the building down. I mean, as we know, he scored 43 points in the Game 4 win on Friday night, just a tour de force performance. I'm going to say beyond that, secondarily, a big key for the Warriors is Andrew Wiggins and Kevon Looney and their impact on the glass. Wiggins came up huge. He had a game high and career high 16 rebounds in the Game 4 win, along with 17 points. Looney, meanwhile, chipped in with 11 boards off the bench. Those two Wiggins and Looney had the best plus minuses of any players on either team in game four Whoa! and Warriors head coach Steve Kerr spoke on Sunday ahead of game five about how Wiggins specifically is putting his imprint on games in the finals. He's taken a leap in these playoffs in terms of his, his impact on the game defensively on the glass. You saw it the other night. I mean, 16 rebounds. So the the biggest thing is he's a two-way player. You got to have two-way guys to, to make it this far and to succeed and, and he has just grown by leaps and bounds over the last couple of years. And it's it's really fun to, to watch that growth. It has been fun indeed, Steve. And when Wiggins was the number one overall pick back in 2014, I think a lot of us saw his future in the league as being more high-volume scorer than elite defense and intangibles guy. But that's where we are now with Wiggins, who's turned into a really incredible role player before our eyes. And it's a big reason why the Warriors, after a pretty unnerving trip to Boston, are now in position to try to take a 3-2 lead at home in this all-important life-changing Game 5 on Monday.
2: Life-changing, he said. Life-changing. No doubt about that. And on the Celtics' side, I am very curious to see how Jason Tatum bounces back Mm -hmm. after an 8-for-23 shooting game with six turnovers Mm -hmm. in Game 4.
0: Okay, Sarah, let's close things out in the WNBA, where New York Liberty guard Sabrina Ionescu made history in a couple of ways on Sunday when she pulled down this rebound against the Chicago Sky. Gardner in the lane, spins back out, ball tipped in the air, and Ionescu with the rebound, and that gives her a triple-double. 14 points, 10 boards, 10 assists for Sabrina Ionescu, her second career triple-double in the W. Ionescu finished with 27 points, 13 rebounds, and 12 assists, and in the process, she became the youngest person in the league. At 24 years old, to record multiple career triple doubles.
2: Yeah, Matt, that's her second triple double since coming to the WNBA in 2020, when she was the league's number one overall pick. Now, the other way Yanescu made history on Sunday was achieving that triple double in just three quarters. She is the first person in the history of the league to do that. The only thing that got in the way of Yanescu's historic day is that it all came in a loss to the sky, 88-86. So, of course, being the competitor that she is, she didn't really celebrate her accomplishments.
1: Yeah, well, I don't care about the triple-double, we didn't win, so I could care less about that. I'm just trying to do my part and continue to get better every single day, continuing
2: to learn from my teammates, from this coaching staff. Matt, one way to know that someone has just an absurd amount of talent, they sound like that after they have a historic triple-double.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know you're legit when you put up 27, 13, and 12 and sound extremely nonplussed by it. And by the way, just big picture, after injuries really derailed the start of her career, we are finally seeing UNESCO back playing like a star, including 24 points per game over her last six.
2: And her team, the New York Liberty, lost seven of their first eight games to start off the season. But they're starting to pick up steam as well, winning four of their last six.
0: So in summary, great times for UNESCO, the individual on Sunday, bad times for the team on Sunday, but encouraging signs for the team overall?
2: Yeah, I would say that covers it. Okay, great. For wondering, I'm Sarah Kazell.
0: And I'm Matt Straub. Thanks for listening. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to The Lead Starting Five ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today or... You can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus and Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com/slash survey.
2: Welcome
1: to Pura, the most pristine, safe, climate-stable city on Earth. A haven amidst the wreckage. Here.